The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. All right, I texted Courtney to confirm this because I saw someone tweet this out. I want to give the proper accreditation because someone forwarded me his tweets. I think it was in the Twitch chat. Here it is. It's Jacob Infante. He uh, tweeted about it. I thought it was a good point. I don't know if you saw this, but the Bears today at practice lined Tevin Jenkins up at right guard. Let me take you a history, a little history lesson. The Bears drafted Tevin Jenkins originally as their right tackle. Did they? Wasn't he a right tackle in college? They drafted him and then moved him to left tackle. I think it was, or something like that. And so. then they moved, and then the new regime moved him to guard. And then after playing right guard, they moved him from right guard last year after they signed Nate Davis. They've moved him this year to left guard. So now he's been, now he's finally back and he's finally healthy and he's playing left guard. They're trying to develop him now at left guard. He has not established himself because he's not been healthy. But we know that Tevin Jenkins can play. We just need to develop him and keep him healthy and keep him in one position. So today, because Nate Davis is hurt, they're sliding him over to right guard because Cody Whitehair can only play left guard. That's his more natural guard position. Since Cody Whitehair can't snap the ball, and now that they're... Try and follow me here. Since now they can't use Cody Whitehair at center, Lucas Patrick is going to play center. So now they need to find another guard. So now they're making another two two position changes to fill one. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They need to fill Nate Davis's right guard spot. So in order to do that, they're taking their starting left guard and they're moving him to right guard. And then they're taking their failed center and they're moving him to left guard. Cody Whitehair is not going to be on the team long anyway. Now, I, I, I know they have to fill out their line to play a football game. What's more important here? Is it developing Tevin Jenkins and letting him stay in one godforsaken position already? And not continually move him around. One year it's a tackle. The next year it's right guard. The next year it's left guard. In the middle of that year, they're moving him from left guard to right guard. Would you let him play a position and get comfortable and stay healthy for goodness sake? And get better at something? Not sure why they've decided to do it. And, and Be a now, good question for the offensive coordinator who met the media today. And, and now Courtney tells me, too, that it is a possibility. It's what, what Jake Cantu was telling me, that if, if, if their right tackle can't go in Darnell Wright, who yesterday was limited with a shoulder and was downgraded today to out. He did not practice today with sh- the shoulder. That it could be a possibility that they put Tevin Jenkins at right tackle. You are you are screwing around with a player in my opinion that 
could be a building block. Use your building blocks and keep your building blocks in the position you hope to build them with. And patchwork with your patchwork players. Sounds reasonable. You look perplexed. Well, I, like, I, I, I'm angry because it, it, it goes against, again, you're going to screw around. It, it's enough with Tevin Jenkins moving him around. He's having a tough time staying healthy. Get him in one spot. Get him comfortable. He has only played, what, a game and a half since returning? I think so. He played the Washington game, and he was forced to play more than they wanted him to play. And it was this last game. He's been hurt, and he was on injured reserve for four freaking weeks. He's just getting his legs back at left guard after you moved him from right guard. Where do you want to play him, and what do you want to do with him for his long-term future? Why are you now going to move him for a game or two back to right guard just to make Cody Whitehair more comfortable? I'm just glad Cody Whitehair's not playing center. It starts with that. I, I know, but don't you want a building block? I do. I, uh, don't you I, want to develop a player in the spot that you want to have him playing for the long term? Yes. and But with, again, as I said a second ago, my most important commodity here is that Cody Whitehair is not snapping the ball to any quarterback. Ideally, you keep him at guard. You keep him at left guard. Uh, it's not something that I would say is ideal. I don't have any idea what their plan is until Sunday when they line up. And they're not going to tell you, more than likely. So, I, I mean, just I, put I, it on the list. I don't get it. it was, put it, it on the list. Like, I thought it was an issue that Ryan Pace had in, his, in the last regime where they just moved guys and they never allowed them to really grow at their positions. I think putting him at right tackle would be a bigger issue for me. If you've got to kick him over to right guard, okay. Would I prefer him to stick in one spot and play it? Absolutely. But the but same musical chairs. I get it. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not confused about what the sport is. I'm just saying that I would be more bothered if I saw him playing right tackle than right guard. But ideally, yes, of course, you would keep him in one spot. My biggest concern with him is, is him staying healthy regardless of what position he's playing. Because when he is out there, he can play at a very high right. level, regardless of what position That's he's That's why playing. I just want consistency for him. I think the most important thing right now for Tevin Jenkins, which he has not had in his entire career, whether it's new coaching, whether it's a new position, it's consistency. And changing things up constantly is not going to help consistency. And you just got him back. And you're going to pull the rug out from him yet again, a game and a half in, after he was just coming back from the injured reserve. So who is playing right tackle this week? Do we have we a don't know. Confirmed? We, we, we don't know. No, we don't. Uh, Jerry in Seattle, you're on ESPN 1000, 332-3776. What's up, Jerry? Hey, I miss my beautiful town, Chicago. It misses uh, you, you, Jerry. Great, you do a great job in... in uh, Keep, I love the sports radio nationwide. You get to stay in touch. And, and you guys do an awesome job. What I wanted to say briefly was that I'm in league with that last caller. Well, I was in Denver when they drafted Elway. And they called him a bust in his third year. You could buy an Elway jersey. It cost everywhere in Denver. It took him to the fourth year. 
Bradshaw, fourth year till he became Terry Bradshaw. He was a joke for three years. They had also the Manning brothers. You can go on and on and on, that, but the point, you get it. It takes a while for most of these guys, and what happened was the Seahawks destroyed all this when they drafted Rick Meyer and threw him in first round and played. He couldn't handle it. And now everyone's asking, why, why did Pete Carroll grab a stiff like Geno Smith? Because he was going in his fourth year. That's why. So hang on. I know it sucks, but I really think Fields just might be that fourth-year guy. And, and you know what? Whoever they hire as a coach next year may come to that conclusion. And if that coach believes that he is their guy, then he will be their guy. I mean, that you cannot hire a new coach if we're already going to the new coach conversation. You can't hire that guy and force a quarterback on him. But if he decides that he wants to work with that player, then that player will still be here. Tommy and LaGrange, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Tommy? What's up, boys? First thing first, okay? Whoever vets your phone calls for this show needs to be fired because he sucks. Well, what happened? This is Tyler. What happened? What happened between you and Tommy? Tommy? This is Tommy. Tommy. Yeah, I know, but Tyler was the one who was. I'll go to your call. What happened? Oh, it's it's Tyler's job that lets the phone calls. Yes, that is my job. Tyler. Okay, my issues with Tyler. Then, yeah, Tyler needs to be fired. Why? Because your guys' callers are terrible. I want to know when the Chicago's. Uh, the people of Chicago become such suckers. When did we become on our soapbox opera for millionaires that play a game like Justin Fields is not a victim? We've been hearing in the offseason how he was on the outside betting favorites with an MVP. Yesterday he's getting compared to Dak Prescott on one of the shows in the afternoon. Dak Prescott should be so offended that Justin Fields is even mentioned in the same breath as him. Justin, the most talented quarterback we've ever had, Jay Cutler. I think we can all agree. From a pure quarterback talent wise, Jay Cutler yes, he is, is probably the, the best quarterback that's ever played on the Bears. You are correct. Even still, he was the top like on the fringe of a top ten fifteen guy, and the Bears were on the fringe of a top ten fifteen team when he was the quarterback of that team. Meaning you are only as good as your quarterback. We all saw, we all every single fan saw online the still frame versus the Chiefs where Justin Fields had a clean pocket, almost every single receiver on the Bears was open, and on that play, he got sacked. Now, everyone mentions our offensive line, our receivers, this you know, new offensive coordinator, blah, 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 blah. He has a clean pocket, receivers are open, and somehow he did not get the ball away. Who, where do you look to for that? These are, like, and we spent the whole offseason, like, if we can play the – the video on most of you sports commentators talking about Justin Fields this offseason, you guys, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing how he was talked about. Like, we, like since when are, are Chicago coming to defend players that stink? These players stink. Okay, Tommy, like, let's like, go. Like let's how go. how what? so many of us have been duped? You are, wait, wait, like, wait. First of all, God, Tommy, first are, of all, now, now you are correct. Tyler has been fired after allowing you on the air. Okay, thank God. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm going to go back to Tyler. Tyler, first of all, we will go to war with Tyler. He's one of us. He's our guy. And Tyler's job isn't to put on 
callers who feel like him. His role is to put on everybody, and then we allow everybody to express how they feel, whether we agree with them or not. That's how we do this, Tommy. I hear you, but we just have so many callers. It's like, how are you people from Chicago? Where you're like, we everyone should be furious. We've been the worst team in football for three years. What are you guys feeling sorry for this guy for? Like this is the people that make one percent of the money in society get held to the highest standards. Doctors make a lot of money because they're held to a high standard. Justin Fields makes a lot of money because he's what should be one of the top thirty-two guys in the NFL. Do we think Justin Fields is one of the top 32 guys in the NFL? Yes. There's no way. Yeah, he is. I, like, I, again, I, I see it. I'm, I'm sort of like you're in that one corner that Waddle was talking about, the ones who think that he stinks, that Waddle still doesn't agree with. And then there are the people in the other corner who will go to bat for Justin Fields and not blame him for anything. Um, I, will, I will say that Justin Fields having to – do acrobatics, catching a snap is not on him. There's a lot of things that Justin Fields has been the victim of. He's been the victim of a lot of bad coaching. His first year was a terrible developmental year. There has been, a, but there are a lot of things that you mentioned. He can't hold the ball for six seconds. DJ Moore is open. Throw the ball. Throw the ball. Open is open in the NFL. So, like, I think we can meet halfway in a lot of these things. I think in life, the truth lies somewhere in the middle 95% of the time. You exhausted yet with this, you know, careening from one extreme to the next? This is our lot in life. You have to be accepting of it. No, wow. we can spend time supporting Tyler and his, his methods. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm ride or die with Tyler. Yeah. Tyler, we're going to war with you, buddy. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Jake? No, no, I'm joking. I'm joking, Jake. Of course, you're part of the squad as well. A storm chasing with Jake. Oh, come on, Jake. Jake's our sixth man. He's our sixth man. That's right. Charlie's our sixth man. Whoa. Did you just kick Jake down the bench? I'm like fit tier right now. Jake is like our three and D guy coming off the bench. So what did you just swing tackle. If we're going football terms. Who's the kid that they drafted last year that was in charge of cheerleading? And Dra- taking dancing? pictures? Yeah. yeah the- Dalen Terry. Dalen Terry. <laughs> You're did Dalen you just Terry. call him our Dalen Terry? <laughs> Jake's That's what you were doing. I just want to be like a Taysom Hill guy. You mentioned him earlier. Yeah. Okay. Come in. You're yeah, a get guy. the job done He's a little bit. Gadget, you know? You're a tight end or running back or quarterback. I just, but Jake, you're not nearly as physical as Taysom Hill. I never Hill. said I was. You're yeah. slight. I never yeah. said I was. Uh, just the role. Silvio. This is Sylvie. What's up, Silvio? That's what she called What's you. What's going on, guys? What's up? Uh, how do you guys do it? I know. It's like dig- digging ditches, I, isn't it? I drink, Silvio. <laughs> this uh, is fun. You must. I hope you guys do. How do you get through a day like today? You put your Keep head calling, down and you grind. You know, I'm a first-time caller. Okay. Welcome. Thanks. I listen to you guys all the time. God but bless you. I, I finally took the time to sit here. I'm out in an Ace Hardware store parking lot. What I'm did you buy? What, yeah. what are you looking for? What are you today? looking for? Uh, what's that? What are you looking for? Ace is a place for the helpful hardware. Oh, something I'm, I'm, like I'm kind of redoing a car, so I'm looking wow, for some nuts and bolts. But anyway, I think you needed to go to one of the automotive stores yeah. for that. Well, I I own I do automotive stuff, so 
they have some stainless steel stuff. That's what I like to use. Okay. Car. Why don't we let Silvio work on his car the way he wants to work on his car? If yeah. he wants to go you know, to Mariano's and that, get some Silvio. lunch meat, let him go. <laughs> you know me, I'm Mr. Handy. I, I, Mr. Hey, Fix-It. Uh, why, why can't this, uh, fans, not, I'm not saying all of them, why can't we sit in front of TV and see that it's all a problem? At times, the offensive line doesn't block. At times, Justin misses a lot of guys. Takes a lot of time back there. Doesn't get rid of the ball. It's almost like they take turns. And that's what a bad team does. That's fair. At times, he makes great throws. The one thing I don't see is I don't see the throws where there's a zone, the receiver breaks in there in that little hole, and the ball's there. I don't see that quite enough from him. Do you know what, Sylvia? I would say this. With him and with everybody else in the building, they're not good enough consistently enough. And, and that, that pertains to everyone. Every position, just my own humble opinion, everyone in that building is not good enough consistently enough. And it's the reason why you're 1-5 this year, you were 3-14 and 14 last year. And in year one of the rebuilds, you haven't made the s- significant progress everyone was looking for in a number of positions. And it's why a lot of people are frustrated. But if you focus in on one spot and you dig your heels in and you say, this is the only reason why, and with a little tweak here and a little tweak there, I think you're pulling an ostrich move. Yeah, you're your head's your in hands. the sand. Yeah. I mean, Frankie and Lafayette, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Frankie? Hey, guys. How y'all doing? We're good. You building um, that anything? One guy, that one caller, Tommy. That one caller, Tommy, sucks. I'll just tell you that. Oh, you don't like Tommy now. You well, like- I don't like Tommy. I don't like his approach because he was taking shots at Tyler. That's what I don't like. Yeah, for sure. But this is my thing. Like, and and, and I'm and I'm the same way. Like, more than one thing can be true at, at once, right? Thank you. They can be they can be bad at certain spots, but there also can be other things. And this is this is my whole thing. I feel like as Bears fans, like. We 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 are we show up to everything. We are the some one of the best fan bases in in, in the NFL, and I'm sure you can attest to that, Tommy. Um, but my thing is like, I think Ryan Poles has should be given the reasonable doubt. The Chase Claypool trade, I was in on that. I thought it was going to work. I thought the guy was going to be good. I and you know what I signed thing. off on it as well, Frank, as a fan and, 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 and an this is my thing. And we, all and we, are, we, we, we like the hindsight of twenty twenty, and people like to change what they thought in the moment and what they thought then. I, nobody really thought Ibrahimovic was going to be much of a coach. I think he. I always saw a developmental type coach, guys that that can develop, but. I wasn't sure about his assistance. I wasn't sure about all those things. So my thing is, is that yes, Bears fans, and back to what Bill was saying earlier, I, I feel like I get what it, what you mean by hey, yeah, we got the pick of the litter. We can decide what we decide. But I think oftentimes when you get in really bad situations, and when you talk about Chase Claypool, Chase Claypool and his mindset. Um, Everything can be closing in at once on a team. And, yes, we have the right to express our anger, right? We have the right to say you guys suck in the moment. But in a way, there's still a little bit of, hey, these guys are working. We see them getting better. That defense was great, pretty good um, uh, Sunday. And they've gotten better as with Matt, um, yeah, Matt Eberflus as the coordinator, which he probably should have been in the first place, not a head coach. But they've gotten better with him every week with him at the helm. So my thing is, like, Bears fans, I love you. I know we can do it. But let's just 
um, lock in and try to win as many games. Let's try to give this team some love. Let's try to give them, you know, I, when we come to our home games, let's try not to, you know, unless it's glaring and terrible, boo, but let's try to give that. And then whatever comes next, you know, whether it's a new coach or whether it's a new player, um, we'll get that done. But let's, I think, you know, we 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 kind of get offended when people are like, "Why are you booing?" Because they suck. But in a way, it 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 does add to the to the bad in the team. If you get what I mean. Well, like Frank, I think Silly could attest to this. Like even with the struggles this year at home, you've said every every time you've come in on a Monday and said the crowd was was electric. They have been good. Like Danny has made a point of telling me, and I I have those also said it it was only their third home game, like. I've not seen a, t- a crowd really turn on a team through three home games. Well, they haven't won a home game <laughs> since when? Since September 25th of 2022. So I could understand some impatience if it starts to I percolate. Know. I It's going to get, it's going to, and I think this crowd will be juiced up too for Bajan. I think there are a lot of underdog fans out there who want to see the kid in undrafted. Uh, I want to, they want to see a Disney movie. They want to see the kid do well. Well, there's intrigue here. You yeah. haven't seen it. So anytime you get an opportunity to see something first, I think there's a certain amount of excitement attached to it. And by first, I mean him having a full week preparing with the rest of the ones in the offensive huddle and getting ready to be their starter. I think there are a lot of people that are intrigued by what they may see. Uh, I know we have a, a, a few fun stories inside Waddle's World. We have full phone lines. I want to continue to take calls. I did hear, this was not on the air, though. Uh, I did hear Cap and Hoodie, more Cap, take a shot at us off the air. And we have taped evidence of this that I want to play for you coming up next. I did hear also on the air them talking about how the coach was picked. And, and we do have the information that has been out there, too, that I do want to confirm on what did go down a few years ago on how the Bears made their search. Don't forget, today is a Would You Rather Thursday. Get your Would You Rathers in. Send them to Tyler Aki at Tyler Aki underscore. We on love Twitter. Tyler Aki as yes, well. Yes, we're never going to fire be, Tyler Aki. There's going to be no dispute about that. And if you want to go on the air, Tyler will allow you on the air, at least if you could put a sentence together, no matter your position. He doesn't judge your position. He, as long as you, you have a competent sentence or two, mm-hmm. he'll put you on the air. Uh, so would you rather today, either or questions, you could win a gift card to the Pride Store. Send them to Tyler at Tyler Aki underscore on X. This is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Are you not entertained? No. Are you not entertained? No. It's time to find out what's on Tom's mind. Is that why you are here? As we go inside Waddle's World. Welcome in. It's a Thursday. It's a crazy Thursday. Waddle's World is brought to you by our good friends and partners at Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. Find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank. Visit Wintrust.com slash find us member FDIC. What is this audio that you say we have from uh, a teammate of ours? Yeah, so uh, we were we found this. This was uh, we were going through the uh, audio vault and it just happened to be on our page. I don't know who left it for us, but it just was there. I don't know if it was meant for us. But someone did put it in the computer today. I found it odd. 
Like there were some Luke Getzey sound bites cut up. There's a Sean McVay bite talking about not wanting his son to be born on the day of a game. Did you want to hear that, by the way? If you'd like to play it. My wife's doing great. I think there was a lot made about me missing a game. I'm not going to miss a game. My son knows better than to come during a game. So his son's not going to be born during a game. His son knows that. Um, so then right next to that That's bite. Cute. That's cute that he said that. Right next to that bite, it just says Cap Hood birthday message for Avery. And I'm like, what is this? And you know me. I'm always going through our sound before the show. Just like a good what host you do. do. That's what you do. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, what, you're an what award is, winner. So I guess it, it's Avery Zetterman's birthday today. Yes. How Happy old is bir- he? Happy birthday? Is 10, I believe. I think Avery is 10. 10. Yeah. Wow. Double digits. Yes. Happy birthday. He's a hell of a baseball player, hell of a football player. I was throwing passes to him at He's uh, good the Peyton athlete. Center. He's a really good yeah, athlete. Yeah, he is. And um, he dropped a corner route that I threw in, though. It was perfectly thrown. He dropped it. You're blaming a nine-year-old at the time? Uh, yeah, he dropped it. He ran a corner route on Carmen and beat him on the route. But All right, bring Cuddy, it in. relax. Listen. Do your job. All right, Pella Jack. You do your job, right? Um, so, and then, and I played it, and much, I don't know why we got shrapnel here. Really? I, really? You don't know why we get shrapnel? Listen to this. So, I guess... This was originally given to Danny to send to Avery, and someone needed to tell us about it, so they just dropped it on our page. Hey, Avery, happy birthday, kid. And many, many more. And your dad loves you, and we love you. And don't forget, when you make it to the major leagues, the first interview you do is with Cap and Jay Hood. Don't forget about the little people. Don't let your dad drive you toward the Waddle and Sylvie show. We don't put an inquisition on anybody we have fun take that <laughs> i don't know what that meant i thought it was humorous i thought that the the original portion of it was was quite clever yes yeah, so that was good but the inquisition part of it i don't Wait, think that, he are delivered. we doing inquisitions i don't believe so is that i don't believe he crossed the finish line first <laughs> i think he had a good pace going i think he ran a good race but ultimately didn't cross the finish line first don't think he finished the job. I heard the boys talking. Um, I forget if it was uh, today or yesterday. They were they again. They were asking the question about, and this has been a, a, a question that I haven't been certain about either in the past about who really hired Eberflus. Remember, because yeah, they they interviewed Eberflus before they before they interviewed Pauls, and then Jeff Hughes has been reporting that it was in fact a Ryan Poles hire and and I've done a lot of legwork and I've definitely confirmed that that it was Ryan Poles's decision to to hire Matt Eberflus that indeed there was there was a, a large backing in the committee that wanted Dan Quinn that they thought that Dan Quinn was was very uh, dynamic that Dan Quinn had a good offensive staff that Dan Quinn uh, could speak the language of all 53 of the locker room. And and he had a backing. And Jim Caldwell was another guy that they liked, uh, part of the committee. And that Ryan Poles' guy was, was Matt Eberflus. And it was an arranged, almost an arranged marriage with the agency that represents both guys, the same agency. So, so the answer is, is that... 
this actually, the process was not as flawed as originally thought in terms of the GM hiring his it, guy. It, it, uh, well, and it could shine a light on whether or not you may want to stay with polls and, and, and allow him to pick the next coach. A lot of questions. Yes. Yes. So, you want to We'll take do the uh, coaches show next week. Uh, yeah, Matt Eberflus at 210. Right. Uh, with Waddle and Silver. That is correct. Not, no for, inquisition in, in, possible. Oh, are you sure? For potential. Maybe we'll shuffle him to the Carmen and Yurko show. <laughs> That's not true. We enjoy no, our conversations we do, we with do. the head coach. Yes. Even when it's not pleasant conversation. Look, we, we'd love to talk about a win. We talked about... I thought we were all, you know, what's in giggles after the Washington game. We're one in one with Coach. Yeah. Do you want to continue to take these calls? What was the other, uh, do we have other sound? Other sound? No? Okay. Yeah. So go ahead. We have Getsy we could play later. Oh, yeah. And then we have our uh, coaches uh, draft coming up. I'm not part of the hate Luke Getsy crew. I'm not part of the hate Justin Fields crew. I'm not a part of the any hate, hate crew. Are you a part of any crew? No. The booze crew. I am. Yeah. I march to the beat of my own drummer. I trust what I see. I'm not always right. I'm not some sort of, you know, always correct human being when it comes to this sport. But I don't lean on other people's recommendations or thoughts, really, to come to my own conclusion. You know how I feel about most things in life. It ain't over here. It ain't over here. It's usually somewhere in the middle. That's Do you want kind me to play I, the bite? Yeah. Why not? Here? yeah. This is the bite that you're, you're not a fan of. Well, I thought that this was an example of the offensive coordinator joining the, what did I call it? I love the it. crew, the, uh, the. <laughs> I got it right here. Hold on. Did Look. you write it down? I wrote it down because I'm always down. looking at, because I know eventually. The cover up crew. The cover up crew. Like, because when, when Matt Eberflus meets the media, what does he do? We talk about the snaps that were a problem, and, the, and Cody Whitehair is demoted in the middle of the game because the quarterbacks are jumping, reaching to their shoes and everything else. You can't run a play. Lucas was in uh, concussion protocol for most of the week, so we weren't sure what kind of uh, situation he would be in, and we just felt like by the time the fourth quarter came around, he was ready to go. That's cover-up. Okay, behind closed doors, I hear... That the tone is different, from what I understand. I'm just telling you. Whether or not it's perceived in that manner or not, you can give me bitter beer face all you want. The point is that in public, there is a bit of a cover-up because they, they, this staff does not like to, you know, I don't even think it would be drag or throw their guys under the bus. I think it would be holding professionals accountable is how, I would, yes. how I would put it. But... There's kind of a cover-up crew. And Luke's never been one of those guys. Luke gets he'll come out and has over the course of his time here. I always thought when things were really high, he'd bring you down. And when things were really yes. low, he'd bring you up. Pretty middle-of-the-road type of guy. But wasn't part of the cover-up crew. You thought he joined it today with I this. I thought this was an example of joining the cover-up crew. This is on the play that Justin got hurt on. Yes. Yeah, they dropped eight. And so we, you know, anytime they dropped eight, that the the point of emphasis was if your primary is an open, we're extending the play. And so he was he was in that mindset, right? Uh, Darnell didn't finish that play. If you can, if you if you recall, we kind of, we had two people, we had J- J- Jatari in Darnell on uh, Daniel there, and so we were extending the play. So we were trying to create basically what you're saying. Um, and so 
every all that part of it is part of when you're third down, when you're in the goal, when you're in the gold zone, and then people want to drop it. You got to extend some plays because the windows are going to be all foggy, right? You have people dropping all over the place. But if you can extend the play, then now you create huge windows for yourself. So that was kind of the thought process. Are we talking about the play where he scrambled left and yeah. he did not let yeah. go of the ball until yeah. six seconds, and he ended up getting hurt? Yeah. I'm not an offensive coordinator. Never been one. I watched that film four times, and I went back today and looked at it again. The pocket is clean, and DJ Moore is in a... He finds himself in a hole. Like, a good-sized hole. That ball has to be thrown. I don't know, like... Maybe I'm just a freaking idiot. But what I see is a clean pocket... And an opportunity to push the ball downfield into the hands of your best football player. Even if the hole was small, I'd still try to fit it in there. Because I know DJ's going to make a play. That was a might. I showed you a play, did I not? That Dan Orlovsky was breaking down on his Twitter account with, with Jared Goff down at the Tampa, in Tampa Bay playing against the Bucks, With a dude being pushed into his face. And he leads his receiver, I believe it was Amon St. Brown. Not into window one, but in window two. It was a tiny hole. Just like a little mouse hole. And he had some and he threw the ball and it's complete. And it's like, look, I'm I'm not only pointing the finger. I pointed out other things where the the protection in front of Justin completely broke down. I don't know why the explanation isn't I have time. I don't know why they wanted to extend the play. There was plenty of time. Plenty of time to step up and throw the football to your best player who's a fantastic target. And I just don't know why that, like, I don't know why that was the offensive coordinator's response to it. These are the tangible things that you see that are are reasons why that make you shaky about bringing him back for another year when you could have the number one pick. Correct. Yes. It's It's not just saying, well, I don't like him. It's, these are the not. tangible reasons. I would never just give you a whimsical response to, ah, this guy's no good. No. It's not. And, and again, I have questions about how are you coaching your guys? And we asked the head coach the other day. When Justin threw the interception, Dante Foreman is being pushed into his lap. Why is Foreman blocking Daniil Hunter and why is... Is Darnell Wright blocking the the linebacker coming from the edge? Makes no sense. Coach told us their protection scheme is big on big, small on small. So why are they all getting it wrong? I don't know. So, but my point to you is, is I'm not blaming the quarterback on that. I'm blaming the protection. Were they asked about that today, guys? Jake, Tyler. Yeah, there was one uh, answer to that. That. that gutsy game. Oh, Let me the find blocking it. mismatches. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just miscommunication. You know, um, you know the first one you speak of. Just a young guy. You know, made a mistake and and, and blocked the the little guy. And so you know, lost an opportunity to throw one a DJ there. Um, the other one was just again miscommunication. Center made a call and we didn't execute that call. So then, uh, you know, usually bad things happen when you don't execute the calls that you talk about. All right, so one See, is that, on a young guy, one's on the center. But did you listen to that? He gave you a, a an re- answer. He gave you an answer. Yes. Something. He gave you substance there. Right. And, and, and this and, is and, usually, this and, is and my point. guys accountable. One's yes. on, a, on a rookie making a mistake. The Darnell right turns out to the blitzing yeah. linebacker. And one's on Cody. Correct. And that's what you, this is why I've praised Getsy in terms of how he presents himself. No cover-up crew there. No cover-up crew at all. Told you. 
That's why I don't understand. Like, I showed you the play. You've seen the play a hundred times. What did you think? What did you think? Did you think there was time for the quarterback to throw the ball on that time? Oh, and, and, the, and the throw and the Thayer yes. throw it play? Yes. That will forever be known as the, the Thayer, Thayer throw, throw it play. Did you yeah. think there was a throw clean it. pocket? Clean pocket. Yes. Did you think DJ Moore, there was no doubt there time was time to throw it? I just you, you don't know. Throw it. I don't know why. You maybe gotta... maybe maybe Luke was talking about something else. I don't know, but I like yeah. I just all right, I just got frustrated right there. I, I, I want to go lay down somewhere. It's good. It, it's better than you hearing you say, I'm, I'm just tired. Thank you. Why? But I am tired I of the know whole discussion. You are. I know, but you can't just be tired. Well, I'm still here. Okay, thank I you. I didn't leave the studio. Well, thank you for being Aren't here today. Aren't you tired of the conversation? Yeah, but it, again, it's like you say, it's not like we're farmers. Maybe we should be farmers. <laughs> no. Maybe we should go plant something and watch it grow because those crops... Don't say stupid crap. I don't want to be a farmer. I don't know why Luke said that today. I'm perplexed because he usually is. You heard him talk about the other two things. Luke Etsy, cover-up crew. Is he Is he just like, listen, his quarterback got hurt, and I know he, he likes his QB. And yeah, he I think he knows that there are, there's talk with guys like Lewis Riddick that they're not seeing eye-to-eye with other people nationally, that they're... They don't see eye to eye, and he's protecting his injured quarterback. His quarterback is hurt. His quarterback's not doing exactly well, and it's a lot for him to digest. And the last thing he wants to do is go up there and say, my quarterback made a mistake on the play that he got hurt. Okay. So he's cover up. All right. That's why. You know what, though? For a guy that normally will give you something of substance, I'll give him a pass. Okay. I'll give him a pass oh. on this one because now of Lotto's covering because, up the cover up crew. Well, because of how you explained it. That's what I if think. your quarterback wasn't hurt, yes, I, I, was I don't think play, he wants to. I don't think he wants don't to, want to pile, pile on. on. Okay, that, so. you know what? See, we kind of we we hash that out. How about I'm being the adult in the room here? Never Jesus, thought that day would wow. come. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm coming back after the break. If you can do that more frequently, I will come back. All right, all your calls coming up next. Go it. Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. That's a lot of phone calls right there. That's like, should we move the draft to five? It's a holiday for you, isn't it? Well, we'll move the coaching draft to five. I love calls, yeah. And I see. Well, here's my draft. Shanny, I'm done. Okay, we're doing the draft. Shanny, I'm out. Shanny, out. uh, I've got my uh, Shanahan of callers on the board. Bongwater Chad? Yes, he's my he's my Kyle Shanahan of sports radio callers. Okay. That means he's perfect. But like close he, to perfect. He he as okay. a sports radio caller, All right. he is. I'm not telling you that he's got life down. But he much well, he better, does. Whoa, much what better these days, yes. yes. But as a sports radio caller, he's the, the Kyle Shanahan of sports okay, radio that's callers. That's fair. That's quite a that's quite a compliment. Bongwater Chad, you're on ESPN one thousand. What's up? Shalom, gentlemen. See, right to the point. How are we doing these days? Right to the I'm I'm doing great. Good. I'm doing great. Excellent. I, you know, I like Sylvie calling me Shanahan and then taking a shot at me. Right, but, exactly. You know, exactly. Yeah, that's he exactly went, he what he did. Ca- he went very Kaplan on me right there. Very <laughs> Kaplan <laughs> on me right there. Yeah. Um so my my thoughts and then I want your guys' opinions. 
to me, Justin is not the guy, and that's just my eye test. There's just when I watch him, I don't see the progression. I see bad decisions. I, I just in three years, I don't see him taking the steps to get better. I see massive regression week after week, making the same mistakes for three years in a row. You and whether that's a combination of coaching or him or both, both is what I believe it is. I believe that this is just a bad scenario. And you don't only have to cut bait with Justin, you have to cut bait with the coaching staff as well. You cannot take a first overall pick. You cannot take a quarterback as high as we're going to be able to take one and run it back with this system. You're just going to ruin another guy. At the same time, you can't bring in a new coaching staff and have a broken quarterback that's going into his fourth year and say, okay, go work miracles with this and fix this. My opinion is to just wipe the slate clean on all of it. Bring in a new coach. Let him say, let's go get a quarterback. This is the one that I want. Let's start developing him in a new system in day one, a system that maybe we could keep around for three, four, five, six, seven years. Maybe, maybe put a respectable team on the field. I'm not even talking about championships right away. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. Let's not be in, what did you call it, the poop division. Let's not be the White Sox of the NFL. Let's not do this anymore. Stop blaming Justin. Stop blaming the coaches. It's everyone's fault. Everyone is bad. Wipe it all off the board. Let's start over. Let's do it. You, 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 aver- you Again, advertised Chad. him correctly because that's the most common yeah, sense he's thing. Good. Listen, Chad didn't good blame any specific person. This hasn't worked. Fair or unfair. And even if Justin hasn't developed, it may be for multiple reasons, Correct. not just his own. Could everybody's had a hand in this 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 lack of, of development. Yeah, three three two three seven seven six. More of your phone calls. And I've got a trivia question. I want to see about the Bears inconsistency, if you guys know the answer to this. I'm gonna throw it around the table. You can play at home as well. We'll do that coming up next.